Welcome to the Church Doctors Podcast with Scott and Marla Sheely. The Church Doctors Podcast is brought to you by Outpouring International. Love God, love people. That's right. And Marla and I are in uh, the state of Oklahoma today. In Vanita. That's right. We're back in amongst uh, some of our people. Yes. And that really is you behind that raspy voice. You've been preaching like a mad, wild man. Yeah. And uh, so that really is you. Yeah. And we're here in Vanita. Um, Visiting with some friends of ours, and actually, to be perfectly honest, this is take two. We did the whole podcast. I forgot to push record. We didn't push record. It was really good too. <laughs> yeah, so we're here on take two, and um, we're here with our friends Quentin and Samantha Alston. Welcome to the church, yes. doctors, guys. Thank you. <laughs> and uh, uh, we visited with you before, and of course we. Recorded half a show with you too, so I know some of your story. <laughs> and well, actually, we, uh, we tried record to record it. one, but yeah. So um, we're we're talking today about um, how God leads and guides us, and in their specific circumstances, it, it was even before they knew Him that God started leading them and guiding them. So that wait, wait, that God has can to speak to you before you're saved, right? <laughs> right. He, he's awesome, and He loves us that much. Yeah. And so uh, you, we've got your attention now. You're like, wait a minute, wait a minute. How, what's going on with these people? So go ahead, Quentin. Well, uh, me and my wife were both Jehovah's Witnesses. We were born and raised as Jehovah's Witnesses. So my parents, her parents, and her grand... Actually, both of our grandparents wow. had some grandparents who were Jehovah's Witnesses. So, um, yeah, so one I, I happen to be working at the headquarters. And uh, one night I, I hear the voice of God. What, what did he say? <laughs> the, the words I heard him say were, my son. Uh, and when I heard it, it was just, it It sounded like my father. Oh, wow. And <laughs> it was so real. And at that moment, I felt everything in my spirit. I was like, this is real. And then my mind takes over and says, no, 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 no. You're going crazy because as a witness, we were... We were always taught, you don't hear the voice of God. Yeah, the Spirit, the Holy Spirit, doesn't act like it did back in the Book of Acts. So uh, as soon as I heard that, as like, I, I stopped and I said a prayer. I said, "God, if this is real, please just just show me." And so I uh, I opened up my Bible, opened up a scripture, and as soon as I, as soon as I, I think it was somewhere probably in Galatians. I think it was in Galatians, it opened it up, and every time it said the word you, I knew it was speaking to me. Then I jumped around, I think I ended up in Romans, ended up in Philippians, and then finally I ended up in Ephesians chapter 1, and it was 18, and it it was the words to the prayer that I had been praying for months of, God, I don't know what my hope is, can you show me my hope? And it was, Ephesians one eighteen says that he, he, uh, he enlightens opens, the eyes, yeah, opens the opens eyes, the of, eyes your of your understanding. understanding, so you may know the, the glorious hope. So. Yeah, wow, that's amazing. So here you are. You're you're not sure whether you're hearing the voice of God for sure or not, and you just decided to take a journey through some pages in the Bible to double check that you know if this is really you, God, speak to me again. And He did through every one of those stops that you made through the Scripture. Yeah, absolutely, and He kept and He just kept doing it for the next few months, and I I. That was in June of 2014, and then he actually took me across the other side of the world. I went on a vacation 
um, to Korea, and then I went to China for three weeks. And it was there where his hand and his grace was upon me, and he finally revealed himself fully to me. Wow. So awesome. I always I tell people, like, he took me to one of the most closed yeah. countries in the world yeah. to, to, set to, me talk free, to, you. to set me free. So this is awesome. So Quentin and Samantha are married now, and they've got two awesome little boys. But at this point in your life, you're single, and Samantha's living in Texas with her family. So what's going on with you at this time? Yeah, with, when, when I'm with my family, we, we actually visited friends in New York, and so we were... We had mutual friends in New York. We didn't know each, about each other at the time. And we were sitting with these friends, and these friends had been, Jesus was calling them too, but they opened the scriptures, and they were like, look at this, read this, and it was in Revelation, and um, speaks about when God, the the kingdom of, the new Jerusalem comes down from heaven and is on the earth, and that was something that was just completely new to me, and it just, I was just, like, blown away. Like, this is not what I've learned my whole life. This is not something that God coming to be with us, like, that's just crazy. Uh, it's always been separate. Shift. You know, heaven, earth, that's it, nothing. And so just from there, just, like, reading the scriptures was, like, a whole new world and opened my eyes to something new that I could, that they were like, yeah, you're anointed, we're anointed, like, this is, this is what it is. Like, God is calling you. He, you wouldn't be able to see that if he wasn't calling you. Yeah. And I was like. Which is totally is out of the box for what you were taught in Jehovah's Witness, that, that you don't hear the voice of God. Not not everybody's called. Only mm-hmm. a few get to go to heaven. Everybody else's. God still loves you, but you get to stay on the earth. Yep. It's amazing <laughs> that people stay there. But anyway. Well, wait, I have a question. Um, so. You were reading the Bible. Does, do the Jehovah Witnesses use the Bible, or do they have their own Bible? They have, they have their own. They Bible. have their own Bible. So you just started. You were. We got saved we through a no their translation their through their Bible. Bible. <laughs> <laughs> so that is amazing. Okay, everybody listening, if you've got lost loved ones in your family right now, we just got to stop and do this. Yeah. And and they're not budging, and they're stuck. You know, they will not listen to you. Um, you've been praying and pray, pray again. Yeah. Uh, ask God to praying. open the eyes of their understanding, like how God reached into Quentin's heart and opened up his heart and his eyes, and how he reached into Samantha and said, look, my word's alive, and when you read it, you can tell that I love you. Just start speaking that over your relatives, because uh, this is an impossible situation. This is uh, like your gra- your grandparents and your mom and dad and all your brothers and sisters, you guys were grew Thick. up all the way Thick. in Jehovah's mm-hmm. Witness. This wasn't like you we you just said edge. yes we six months ago yeah. and yeah. right. And so God just reaches in there and says, You're mine. Yeah. And and he, he he does that. Yeah. I mean it just reminds me of the, the Muslims today that yep. God's revealing himself to them in dreams without a Bible, without anything. Yep. So don't limit God to how you think this should happen. Yeah. It just, I don't know if anybody else is encouraged, but I just love this. Yeah. <laughs> and one thing I'll say, I'll say is if you, I remember praying or after the fact, after I'd gotten saved, I was like, Lord, like no one ever really directly like preached the gospel to me. And I didn't think that anyone like prayed me to come to know him. And then, uh, you have to forgive me for the, I can't remember the verse right now. Um, but, um, where it talks about how he intercedes for us. Mm hmm. And then I realized, like, oh, he picked me for himself. Yeah. 
He interceded. He he interceded yeah. for me. So he <laughs> so Jesus how much more so did it. Jesus himself. So how much more so an honor for us to partner with him. Yeah. To pray for our family, yeah. pray for our friends, and so we're still praying for, you know, the people who I still have. My mom and my sisters are still in it. They're and their husbands and family. Yeah. Yeah. It I'm takes so. it takes God touching your heart. Like yeah. as much as you want to argue and you want to. Yeah debate certain scriptures and stuff like that it really takes god opening your eyes and opening your heart to be like oh that's the truth yeah yeah Yeah. and and because because the spirit realm's real jesus is real Mm -hmm. god's real holy spirit's real he's powerful he loves us in a more powerful way than we could ever imagine he just presses through all of that preconceived junk that we have in our heads like how this should work quentin's just going i know people get led to jesus i know they go to church and walk to the altar you know you see it on the movies or whatever if he didn't see it anywhere else and it's just like now wait a minute jesus himself just comes to me and says you're mine you're my son wow i mean it's just awesome that's the love of god yeah he's uh i'm just seeing so many uh, testimonies of things going on in the earth right now where God's just, I'm having my way. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know what? Yeah. <laughs> you know what? I mean, we're doing our best to part with him, but, but we're, we're still trying to figure it out. We're, we're still, we feel weak and, and, and incapable a lot of times, but God's like, it's okay. I'm partnering with you and I can do the impossible. Mm-hmm. I just feel faith rising in the room right now Amen. for, for people to believe God for their lost loved ones. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. But there's more to their story. Yeah, so because right they didn't now they stay in New York. The, they got married. They got married. She it, moved to New York, and then yeah. then God said to them, "It's time to go." Yep. Yep. Now, at this time, are you in a Christian church or are you in a? Are you still in Jehovah's <laughs> oh, no, Witness? We're not. No, we're neither. Jo- we weren't Jehovah's Witnesses anymore. We had a relationship, but our church was basically YouTube, <laughs> like through okay. YouTube, just watching preachers, watching teachers on yeah, YouTube. Yeah, we learned everything. We learned so. A lot of it was just on YouTube. Where we were, there was a huge occultic presence oh. in, in the area. Like if within about a 10-minute radius, there was probably 17 psychics. Wow. And just like there was so much witchcraft in there. We were not, we were 20 minutes away from Amityville. So there was just a lot of witchcraft. Mm-hmm. And there was a lot of, and it was, I, I believe it was in a lot of the churches. Because mm-hmm. we had prayed yeah, for years. Yeah, like, hey, we, wanna, we need a community. We need a community. And everywhere it was like, God was like, no, mm-hmm. not for you. Not for you. Wow. Not saying that there aren't good churches. We just weren't led to any. You weren't led to them. Yeah. yeah. Wow. So finally, in twenty, we came here to Tulsa in twenty twenty one, in September, and about a year before, and about a year before, God had already put in my heart like, "You got to get out of New York. You got to get out." And then finally, in about March of twenty twenty one, my wife got the same message. Yeah, we were, I and, just got a feeling. I was like, "Yeah, we definitely got to get out." Yeah, and so for the next, you know, five six months. We just kept praying about it, praying about it, and I, I was ready to go as soon as I felt it, but, <laughs> but he didn't give us a place to go. So about a month before we uh, before we actually moved here, finally he told us, Tulsa's Tulsa's a place. Yeah. So we packed up our minivan with everything that we could, mm-hmm. left probably at a large apartment's worth of stuff. By the way, we've house. never been to Tulsa. I've never, never been, been to, to Tulsa. Oklahoma. I didn't know anything about it. Wow. wow. Yeah. That's brave. That was like the last place I ever expected. <laughs> yeah. Not that we hated it. We just didn't, didn't know. know anything about it. We didn't know it. anything. We didn't have a place to live. We didn't have a job. Um, we got here on a Tuesday. Um, and within three days, God gave us an apartment. 
yeah. and, a, and a job for me to work at. She's and so I me. heard you guys talk about this before, and you said you actually prayed, God, yeah. we we don't want to just live anywhere. We want the place that you pick for us. So you guys are intentional about this. Oh, yeah. Yeah, You're like, we want you to lead us in everything. I'm getting the drift here. Yes. And it's like... Uh, Samantha, what you asked God? I prayed for a willow tree as like a sign in front of the the place that we were supposed to go. Like that was the place that we were supposed to be. Yeah, and then I went behind her back and I was like, God, like I know a willow tree is an easy thing to do, so I want if I want a willow tree next to a stream. So we spent about three days looking for it, and then finally, at the end of the day on Friday afternoon, You're done. I was done. I did not want to keep looking, and she was like, No, just do one more, just one more. So we finally, we pulled into a neighborhood, and there's a willow tree, and there's a stream. And it was the apartment that we're now at, and God just worked it together. We were supposed to, uh, as soon as we put in an application that night, the, the next morning, the he, next like morning he was like, yeah, this is where you And what live. was the name of the apartment? Complex. Willow Creek. Willow, willow Creek. Creek. <laughs> <laughs> it even had the name. Yeah. Come on, Jesus. Amen. Uh, yeah. Hallelujah. So wow. I got a job right away. Got a job that Monday. Wow. So so fast forward to today. Um you you've been following God all along and now you guys are at a, a Holy Ghost filled church that believes <laughs> yeah. that God can do anything, that he'll work through us even, that we're all going to heaven if we call Amen. on Jesus, right? <laughs> yes. And so talk about that. What's the what stands out the most about comparing your life right now compared <laughs> to where you were at? I mean well, they were YouTubing before, so they didn't have even community. No, we didn't. And now they've got just this wonderful network of people who just love them. Yeah. And that that probably has got to just warm your heart. That was probably the biggest answer to our prayers. Yeah, we, we were asking. The we were like, we need, because we had gotten, just been through so many spiritual attacks, and it was just like, we can't do this by ourselves. We, we need prayer. We, we need, need prayer. We need a community yeah. that knows and to fight I mean, we knows this is a spiritual war and yeah we need backup <laughs> yeah we need so is it still like that it's still a battle i mean it's still a but battle ha- but do you think it's connected from your past um i'm not sure if it necessarily is i'm sure there's some it's probably we, more connected broke, i think it's connected to our we've, future we've tried yeah, that's it. exactly we, right yeah. that's what i was going to say yeah. you're called to something big and the devil hates it yeah we as soon like, as we so i was here. just i was just thinking this cuz the fact that when you first got called, he said, my son. And that's something you've battled with. Especially feeling. Recently. And then all of the next Especially scriptures recently. said it was talking about your calling. Yeah. yeah. So you, so he, he answered all of it right there. <laughs> yeah. And the like, devil's been like attacking yeah. As soon that. as we moved here to this church, we know yeah. this is where, there's no doubt this is where God wants us right now. This is Emmanuel Church in Benita, Oklahoma. Amen. Yeah. And as soon as we moved here, we, had the, we know the peace and we have the peace of God. But we know that the the enemy is very angry that we're here because of what God's going to do here, and not just for us, for everyone here. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, he said definitely God. he's moving out here in the cow pasture. There's churches in the middle of a bunch of cattle in Oklahoma, and uh, his spirit is uh, healing people. People are getting saved and filled with his spirit, and it's just amazing. Yeah. Transformations happening, and that's really what the gospel does. The 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 life of Jesus laid down for us. He paid that price for us so that we can hear his voice and get out of dangerous places where we're being lied to. Mm. And uh and then and yet 
it seems like you know some people think, well, if I obey God, then everything should be perfect. Mm-mm. No, like that, I mean, there's this there's this idea like, okay, I'm a man and a woman of faith, and we're just believing God now because we believed Him for everything so far, and we're going to believe away this attack. We're going to believe away the hard part. What, what, I mean, is that how it's worked for you? <laughs> nope. No. I wish. <laughs> Yeah. So, so what is it that you feel that God is calling the two of you to do that you think that... Right here on the right? Church Doctors <laughs> podcast, everybody in the whole world is waiting to hear. Honestly, I, 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 I'll let you speak. <laughs> <laughs> well, I feel like I've been told many times that my calling is in music. So. <laughs> so what do you do in music? I, I write and I, I produce. I, I've been... Producing and making my own music. For Recording a while. songs, yeah. yeah. So I heard you sing one this morning. It yeah. was awesome. <laughs> that was my first time singing like that in ah. 10 years. Okay. So, and God has been pushing me now. He's like, all right, you need to step out because yeah. you've just been too quiet by yourself. Yeah. <laughs> for too you long. were made to give it away. <laughs> yeah. What about you, Quinn? <laughs> she could, she could think testify. You're still, uh, I'm still struggling with <laughs> Struggling with working. He's shown me a little things here and there. Um, but. I, right now he just has me raising like one of the things he really yeah one of the things he really has really um put it on your heart put on my heart is just fatherhood yeah and I've watched you love your kids too and I'm (laughs) so proud of you amazing father yeah but I just I really see how men have not had good fathers and I lost my father in 2019 and since then it's not that I. And he, he accepted the Lord, and nice. I have peace with that. Yay. But just the fact that I need to have that for my sons. So being a good father, I guess. Yeah. So he if I could a, just... I, I call it a father's heart. He yep. Father's heart. Mm. So if I could just speak right into your guys' life right here and on the podcast and, and confirm to you that uh, the biggest thing to pursue is the love of God in your life, and then the doing flows out of that love. And so... Um, and it's not a, it's a relationship that we have with Jesus, and relationships just don't get perfect overnight. I mean, you guys had to learn to know each other, how each other ticks. What, what, how do you want to do life together? And you compromise, and you come up with this way to be married, right? Well, I mean, we have this relationship with Jesus, and we're learning His heart. We're we're learning the will of God for the whole earth, and what's what's the big picture for Christianity? There's all kinds of options, and we all know there's just gobs of ministry out there that we can do to express our our love for God. But just like in in every part of this story that you just told, there's a there's a perfect will of God for that. Yeah, and I can just feel that hunger in your guys' hearts for that. But the 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 most awesome thing is is that again He'll make it happen. Mm-hmm. He 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 needs you to do that, and He's going to make it happen. You don't have to stress about it. You just need to s- s- fill up on his love because when he says go, you're going to need to be overflowing with the love of God when you when you get there. So what better way to fill up on the love of God than when you're uh, teaching your little boys how to be good dads mm-hmm. and how to love their mom. And so I'm super proud of you guys. What What would you say to somebody listening right now that maybe they've got family members stuck in the Jehovah's Witness and uh, you're... Wow. What can you say that would give them hope? That they can be called out. Yeah, with sure. <laughs> with men, this is impossible. With God, all things are possible. Yeah, yeah that's good. I'd say definitely 
Don't try to debate them. Just try to love them. It just literally love just them. Show them something that I can guarantee you they're not getting from the Jehovah's Witnesses. Wow. That's really good because yeah. uh, one of their tools is to argue. Yeah. Yep. They want to argue and prove that they're right, that their Bible's right and ours isn't the way we look at the Bible. And so if you use their tactics, you're just feeding their fire. They love it. Yep. Yeah. If, you, if you want to fight, they'll fight more. Yep. But but nobody can fight the love of Jesus. No. Yeah. And I just love that. I, think I, if, I wish people in the... If you show them a miracle. Well, there you go. Demonstrate demonstrate be, your yeah. love yeah. by praying for them, healing their bodies, healing. doing yeah. things for them, blessing them. And uh, then God does the rest. He helps. He works through us. Because one thing I, I do want to mention, too, is if you do hear a lot of people's experience who do leave the <clears throat> witnesses, a lot of them turn atheists. Yeah, oh. They turn away from God completely. They turn away from God Because they're so disillusioned that uh, I, I can't get it right. Yeah. I can't pick what's real. And so they just give up. Yeah. Wow. Just so we've got a job that. to do. There's people walk. There's people Jesus. walking around that are like that. Yeah. Yeah. And if you just walk across their path and love them, they'll go, and the eyes of their understanding will open. Mm-hmm. Amen. And they'll know that they're a son and daughter of God. Yeah. So we just release that hope in your heart right yes. now. Mm-hmm. Just thank you, Samantha and Quentin, for being with us today and sharing your story. And uh, thank you for being a witness for God now today, a, 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 a true witness of his love mm-hmm. and his faithfulness, and for testifying uh, to the world through the podcast today. Thank, thank you. you. Thank yeah, you that was a lot of fun. Marla? Yeah. Thank you all for joining us, and we can't wait to see what's next. Thank you for being with us on The Church Doctors. Thanks for joining us on The Church Doctors podcast. For more information or to contact us, please visit our website at outpouringintl.com.